Welcome back to another Yak Podcast. We're continuing our iPhones and Idolatry from the RYM conference. This is the Junior High Conference, um, so you'll hear some of their answers today as we discuss uh, technology and how it impacts their lives. Enjoy. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time uh, that you have set before us where we get to talk about culture uh, and technology and how that affects us. Uh, Lord, may we be honest with ourselves and the way we use the tools around us. Uh, and maybe be honest about the way it glorifies you and be honest about the way it dishonors you. Um, Lord, uh, may our uh, hearts be a little bit revealed tonight. Uh, may we uh, accept the challenge of overcoming uh, the idols uh, that we put before you. In your son's name, amen. Okay. First question. It's the hardest one. I start out hard. My history students say that I always gave them a hard question at the beginning. That made the rest of the test easy. The rest of the test was easy. So. Uh, because it's important to the way you answer uh, the question about Apple Down. So, describe yourself in one sentence. If you look away and try to hide it, I'm going to make sure that I follow you. So, describe yourself in one sentence. Let's go with you. Backpack, top row. You're not looking at me. Thank you for telling uh, One sentence. Okay. I say that I am. Fun loving and brave. Fun loving and brave. It's awesome. Okay? It's not too hard. Not too hard. Go. Nice. Nice. <laughs> One word. Slow. Slow clap. Slow clap. Okay, now stop. Not that sorry. Okay. Nice is nice guy. Pretty flat for a nice guy. Yes. Crazy psychomaniac who loves cheese and video games. Future electronic dairy farmer of America. <laughs> Orange. Amazing. Amazing. Confidence does not lie. Productive kind, but sometimes distant. Productive kind, but sometimes distant. Thank you for being honest. Oh, huh? Lazy. Lazy, sometimes lazy. Still, thank you for being honest. Fletcher. Hyper. Hyper. Okay, you got a hyper? Hmm? Cool end of subject. Cool end of subject. Drop the mic. And I'm crying fish. Yep? I'm artsy, weird, geeky, and sarcastic. Artsy, weird, geeky, and sarcastic. Three seasons. That's sarcastic, Hey, sarcastic because it's weird full time. Uh, I hope all of you were at least attempted to be honest uh, to kind of see where you saw yourself. So I think that'll affect the rest of the questions. Um, uh, my favorite one from last class was the first answer. He just said awkward. Yes. Awkward. Alright. So let's go back in time. Let's turn on the black and white glasses. Go back in back in your past. What is the first piece of technology you remember using bandana? A television. A television. Who's else? A TV in here. TV? Got some TV. I have a son, he's three, he loves Thomas the Train, and he loves now Barney, which has been debating my existence for the past two months. Uh, but yeah, TV is what he likes. Um, got TV, who had something else outside TV? DS. DS? Man. So who covered using the gaming type system was your first? Okay. Another one, another one. Oh, Flip phone. My mom's flip 
I think you'll see a lot more flip phones in the next uh, year. Um, yes? Leapfrog. Leapfrog. Who have leapfrog in here? Educational entertainment. Do you remember when we talked about it? Shh, five months for your homeboys. Last question. We talked about yesterday how we buried news with entertainment, and now we have buried education with entertainment. Don't tell me that hasn't affected our school system. Okay? Uh, so we buried education with entertainment, leapfrog. We have a lot of leapfrogs in here. Leapfrog was mentioned last time. Uh, Call of Duty. A lamp. Technically, the first piece of technology. My son loves that. When he was two, and he could reach the lights at my uh, my mother's house with his grandma. He was like in heaven. <laughs> all these stop it, Stephen. Stop it. What's thinking? So, uh, what's another one? Oh, no. Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. So we have gaming system. Orange. DVD player. DVD player. Yellow. VHS. VHS. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who else had computer? Uh, computer people. Laptop or desktop? Desktop. That is going to change drastically in the next five years. I wonder how much longer this is going to be around. Gaming desktop or all of you? Yeah, gaming desktops will, but hopefully a three year old is not on a gaming desktop. Praise the Lord. Okay, yes. Me? Yep. Uh, well, the first piece of technology that I use is either the old Atari or my mom's Sega that she Okay, so gaming system. Gaming system. So outside the gaming systems, which have a clear use, what was the first use of the technology that you used? Especially computer people. Computer people, how did you use technology first? Glasses. How did you? You don't remember? Typing system. I, you know, Google Maps all the time. Okay. She was just trying to discover the next Mayan temple. Future archaeologist right there. Uh, alien shirt. I know. I. What? Okay. So, game? Some sort of entertainment? Warriors. Watching Alma? Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> you. What was you. How did you, you first use your piece of entertainment? Or technology? You know Watch stuff. Who else did to watch something? So it's not really interactive. You're just. That's crazy. Right? What piece uh, we, we visited the past, let's move from there, it's scary for some of you. Back to the present, everything's good, you're safe, well you're with me, um, you're safe for a while. What piece of technology do you use most often now? Go. Yeah. Computer. Computer. Who says computer now? Another computer. Computer? So we got some computers. Sorry, yeah. mine's computers, you better work. Okay. Um, who else? iPhone. Who uses a phone the most? So. Okay, so we're looking at about 40% in here. It was 60 to 70% in the last class. That's interesting. It's about 50% of ROIM. So let's call it that. Phone. 
Uh, who else? Who else up and down? Screen. Yeah. Uh, Kindle. Who uses a tablet? So Kindle or an uh, iPad? I'm the only one. No, you have several. iPad was big last time too. So iPad, uh, some sort of tablet. It's another one. Anyone else got anything different? iPod. iPod? Okay. Old school. It's old school now. Who would have thought? I don't know. I don't know. So cool. So cool. Go. We do. Gaming system? Who uses a gaming system more than anything else? Okay, some of you are like, yeah! We can trade, trade gamer names later, okay? Hey! Clap, watch me my voice. Clap, watch me my voice. I know I'm skipping the next question, but I think it's pretty clear. Um, here's my next one. This, was, this is fun. If your technology could talk, how would it describe you in one sentence? You're eager, so eager back there. You're a dumb slob. You're a dumb slob. Wow, wow. Your, your technology is bold and brash. Yellow. I think my technology is loyal. Loyal. You're so loyal. My best friend. Uh, so, she just told you, you text a lot. But you have a good smile. I love seeing you smile. You're really eager, so don't Nice. Nice. Okay. You're a nice guy. Talk to girls by trying to be nice. Nice. Hey. Hey, talk to girls. Parents, this is your guy. Um, Persistent. Persistent. Yep. He likes to have fun. Okay. Zach. Huh? Greetings, Master. <laughs> I had a joke that I was about to say, but now I can't say it. Go. I'm very weird and friendless for a friend. Hello, Journal. You're my only friend. I love you. Texas. Oh. Okay, you spent yeah, everybody yeah, uh, time to get you out. Okay, uh, so I think it's pretty revealing. My favorite one from last class was committed. <laughs> committed. Uh, some of these would work great in relationships, you know, for a relationship robot. We like to have fun. I'm loyal. I text a lot, but I have a nice smile. Um, we do this with our technology, right? We do this with our technology. That's what it says about you. Um, woo! That's fun. Uh, they really can't talk, by the way, so, well, Siri can, but we don't think, I'm, I'm not saying Siri, and Siri are not on speaking terms. How many hours, how many hours a day do you spend looking at a screen? If you are under one hour a day looking at a screen, raise your hand. Who's got a few? Got a few under one hour? If you are over one hour, so that should be under one hour, please raise your hand. If you are over three hours, please raise your hand. If you are over five hours, please raise your hand. This includes school. If you are over six hours, please raise your hand. If you are over eight hours, please raise your hand. If you are over ten hours, please raise your hand. 
Text. What is a texting asset? You like to talk to your friends. You like to be up to date with what's happening in life. About life. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Icon. A Marcy. And not sorry. Garvey. Yes. Eager. Uh, get out the car. 
They're not the cards. Hey. Hey, let's jump. Next page. Next page. You don't really get to talk to them. You, when you're on your screens, you don't really see them a lot. You just 
So we're going to talk about this a little, but um, in conversation, 93% of conversation does not involve words. It involves um, expression, facial expression, how you deliver the line. So you're 93% disconnected from people over text. Yes? Um, sometimes if I'm playing with my friends and or cousins or whatever, and you start trash talking, I'll get mad. Okay. So, but we have, that happens in regular relationships too, you know? I'm playing dodgeball in the backyard with my brothers, I'm going to start trash talking, and so I'm just getting a bunch out. Uh, boomer Sooner. Um, this is a negative. Okay, so sometimes it's just, okay, I'm bored. Susan, is there anything happening at your house? Anything? Somebody respond to me. I'm so bored. We just run. We don't know how to deal with silence. We don't. We don't know how to deal with silence. Silence. Cyberbullying is on the rise. Royally. It's one of the leading causes of teen suicide. Um, that's scary stuff. That's this class is not on that, but probably could be. Um, I forgot my worksheet, so it's on my Kindle today. Yay, technology! Okay, I'm gonna send it to my Kindle and I can read it off of here. Um, here's the thesis for my kind of talk. Who has a cell phone? I can borrow some thought. I promise I won't turn Okay, this is a tool. Technology, by definition, is a tool. So like any tool, it helps you do something better. It helps you achieve something you want to get done better. If I have a knife as a tool, it helps me chop up a watermelon much better than a thin rock. Okay? It helps me achieve a goal better. This does the exact same thing. It's a tool. But because of this, and this is kind of the thesis for the main point of the whole week, is that you're actually, I need it for the rest of the time. I promise you that. Uh, your technology is a heart revealer. If you want to know what your idols are, all you got to do is look at the screen of this. What are you spending the most time on? Now, most idols start out as good things, right? Are friends a good thing? One, two, three. Are you really not? not one, two, three. Yes. yes, friends are a good thing. We are called to be in community. We worship a triune God, God who is by necessity in relationship. So we, who are his people, who are called to reflect the triune God, are also called to be in relationship. But can our friends become our idols? Yes. Can what they think of us become our idols? Yes. There's a whole other class that some of you have probably taken on friends and your view of them as, or opinions as idols. Okay? Music. Music is awesome. Can it become an idol? Yes. This is a heart revealer. Uh, youth workers, parents, a great question I ask students that I'm meeting for the first time is, what's your favorite app or what's your favorite piece of technology? Because that tells me a lot about where their heart is at. And it's just a great introductory question. Most people like talking about their apps and their technology. And now I know what you run to when you're bored. Wonderful. So use that. Give it a chance. Um, so again, this is a tool that helps you do things better. Um, or worse. Right? So if you lust, this is going to help you lust a whole lot better. Right? If you struggle with self-image, this is going to make that self-image problem a whole lot worse. Natural work? 
So it has everything to do with reflecting where your heart is. So for those of you that are in the upswing of being introduced to all these technologies, you need to be aware of this. This will reflect where your heart is. You need to be asking questions about that. Um, good. 15. I will Okay, I'm going to give you nine things in which you need to be aware of that the technology has changed you and created some idols that you're not even conscious of, you have not even thought of. Okay, so if you're taking notes, write down one through nine in your notebook. Um, I'll help you so you have something to kind of take away from. Okay? One through nine. Oh, no. Now he knows everything about you. Let's read it a lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Number one, and this is one that kind of shocked me, and this is word versus image. Everyone put word versus image. Word versus image, number one. Okay, fill in the blank. A picture is worth a thousand. Why is that true? It's a great tweet. You can hashtag it. Why is that true? It's easier to show someone to something and tell them about it. Hey, it's easier. So it might be easier. How does that make that true of a better? A can be more expressive. Maybe. It shows a scenario. Okay, it shows a scenario. Again, these are different things that it does. It doesn't mean that it doesn't necessarily better. But this is kind of, we're in a culture which is image-based. We are an image-based culture, and it's done two things. Um, we used to believe something because we've read it. That was how it used to be. In a word culture where we were reading, we believed something because we read it, whether it was in a newspaper or in a book or in an article or in some dissertation. Um, now, we only believe things if we see it. The phrase has been around as long as you've been alive. You have to see it to believe it, or see it, see it to believe it. Okay. Are there Swifties in here? No problem. Okay. Think about the context of the way we transfer knowledge. I think this is one of the major underlying reasons that people are so skeptical of the Bible in our day and age, is because we are asking them to believe something that they are reading instead of believing something that they are seeing. When their whole culture tells them that you have to see it to believe it. It's an underlying thing that I don't think a lot of us think about, but you need to be aware of. If we are truly going to be Christians, or people of the book, then we need to believe sometimes what we read, and not believe the lie, I think, that a picture is so much more valuable than words. Two, and this is going to hurt... Okay, one of my Bodhibakians, Bodhibakian was a pastor. I love this crazy piece You can't say amen, you want to say ouch, so this one's going to hurt a little. Okay? It affects our brains. Shane Hibbs in his book, Flickering Pixels, says, the word is processed on the brain's left hemisphere. The area that deals with logic, sequences, and categories. The image is, is processed on the right side of the hemisphere. The realm of intuition, gut feeling, and non-linear analysis. An image is processed 
in an instant, while words take time and sequence. Images from a screen entertain the brain, much like sugar from candy entertains the stomach. Literally, the chemicals that are released in your brain when you're receiving um, either a reward from a game or a good movie or television or something that's visually stimulating is the exact same chemicals, chemicals that are released in the brain when a drug addict receives a high. So you need to be aware of this as you're using your technology because it literally is rewiring your brain. So is that number two? Uh, that's number one. That's word versus okay. images. So it's kind of okay. the same portion. So, um, it gets a quick fix and then begs for more. Reading requires and trains focus. It literally builds your brain's pathways and helps you think more clearly. So if you are not a reader, you might want to get into a habit. Because you will not be able to think as clearly as those who are readers. Because it's literally building pathways in your brain instead of releasing a chemical that gives you your high for the day. That's how it literally is affecting you. And makes certain idols much more satisfying. Am I against shows and video and images? No. We have to learn how to do these things in moderation and not make them idols. Does that make sense? It literally is affecting your brain. Okay? We're going to skip that. Two. Uh, this is a hard one. I think the older kids will get it easier. Um, what is an avatar? Number two is avatar. 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 James Cameron movie. Avatar. Well, uh, Han Solo. Um, well, an avatar can have multiple meanings in multiple different cultures. For in, in the internet world, an avatar is the image of you on the street. Perfect. Can you just teach the rest of the class? Um, so, an avatar is one's personal representation. Okay? How do we have avatars online? Where do we have avatars online? Truth. Where do we have avatars online? Video games. So we create, you know, of course, on my Madden game, who's the quarterback with the screen capture images? I'm the quarterback. That's right. And the defense man. And the quarterback. But that's my <laughs> So that's the thing we can find out later. Okay? But I am my own avatar in the game. It's scary. It terrified my mother when she walked in the game. You're on the game. Yes, mother. I am. That's the, is that is that EA's logo in the game? So, so it's literally saying avatar. Yes. What's another place where you have an avatar? Yeah, your social media profile is your avatar. It is your personal representation of the world of who you are. To the point where in another decade, or less than that, when you get hired for a job, your boss will probably go on your social media profile to get a picture of who you are. It is a digital representation of yourself. Okay? Now, here's one thing that I think we need to be aware of with our avatar. Instead of experiencing life, we tend to want to experience life for our avatar, or put it on our social media platform. If you saw the Adele video this weekend, she called out one of her fans at a concert. She said, put down your phone. I'm here. The rest of the crowd's here. Stop videotaping and experience the concert. 
get off the phone. And if you go to any event, I go to tons of concerts uh, and like graduations for students, there's a thousand video cameras capturing the moment. Okay? If you get the chance, grab it from a friend. You're gonna get the exact same shot, okay? And just sit there and experience the moment. We're so busy documenting for our avatar that we spend less time experiencing life in the world. Okay? Selfies, not gonna get into it, but ha-ha. Uh -huh. You should terrify all of you, okay? <laughs> Selfies, narcissism is on the rise. You know why, okay? Because we're much more concerned about our avatar. Number three has a lot to do with the avatar, and that is this. Maintaining the second self. Maintaining the second self. While you are already showered, brushed your teeth, put on deodorant, hopefully boys, for your first self for the day, you constantly have to maintain your second self, especially if you have an online profile. So instead of going through one adolescence today, you guys have to go through two. Because not only do you have to manicure your first self, you are just as worried about manicuring your second self. If someone posts a bad image and types in a bad image on a social media site, you want to make sure you are there to take it off. Something that could hurt your feelings or cyberbullying, you're maintaining a second self, and a lot of people become consumed with it. Absolutely consumed. Uh, how do you see this play out in the lives of maybe some of your older friends? Maybe they're in this room. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what, where do you see this sometimes play out with people? Yeah? Uh, my sister. Okay. She's always, What's his name? No, I'm just kidding. She's always taking pictures of herself. She has like had Instagram profile and she has like 200 posts. Okay. So it's something I fill this out. I have to have a presence online. Some uh, sore on the wing. Okay, that is called FOMO. Everyone says FOMO. It is literally a sociological disorder called for, uh, fear of missing out. I have FOMO. I am scared I'm going to miss something in someone's life. That is a literal disorder. Okay, so we see that. Uh, the question becomes, how do you see that in your life? For some of you that do have social media and a second self presence, how do you see that anxiety? Okay, good. Okay. Four. We are connected more than ever. These aren't all bad. We are connected more than ever. So here's a little history. I can't get away from it. I'm a former history teacher. Prior to the Industrial Revolution, people worked where they lived. So a farmer could come in from a hard day's labor and have lunch with his wife and children because everyone, for the most part, was at home. A blacksmith could put down a hammer if his child walked in to see what the, he was working on for the day. Then the Industrial Revolution hit, and people started going to work, traveling from the home to the workplace, and there was a disconnect. Well, wonderfully, thanks to technology, 150 years later, that's coming back home. There's tons of professions now that work out of the home. They don't have to leave home 
to see things. And even if they do, if your job is to hunt terrorists on the other side of the world in the morning, you can come back to base and strike a bedtime story to your child who is 3,000 miles away. This is making us more connected than ever before. And the relationships that we find to be the most important are benefiting from it. Are they not? That's an easy, everyone can agree with that. If it is a relationship that you want to be involved with, whether it's your friends over text, whether it's your kids, whether it's your wife, whether it's your husband, whether it's whoever, communications and being more connected than ever is giving you the opportunity to literally be connected all the time. When I was really young, I used to go to school, hang out with my best friend Ryan, and if one of our parents allowed us to come over to their house at the school, we were done with homework, we would go there. But outside of that, me and Brian never had contact with each other until we saw each other the next day on the bus. You guys go home. You don't, some of you don't even care about going to each other's houses because you know I wouldn't talk to her in my room if I just text from there. And it's safe, too, because I can filter when I'm texting and rethink it. Okay? Uh, number five. Multitasking. Multitasking. Here's a hint. You're all bad at it. Stop fooling yourself. You're all awful at multitasking. Every single one of you. Okay? I know you think you're good, but you're not. All the studies show. Sorry. Okay, number six. I'm really just going to fly. Attention deficit trait. Attention deficit trait. ADT. Yeah, maybe that's not bad. Attention deficit. Who has ADHD? ADHD in here? Anybody? Got a couple? On in my camp? Yeah. We can be friends. We can run around. Circles never run around. It's fun. Okay? So if you have attention deficit disorder or attention or ADD, um, that happens to you. Okay? You, you have ADD. That has happened to you. Attention deficit trait is when you train yourself to have it. Uh, Harvard psychologist Edward Hallowell. Um, has made it a point where he sees this rise in ADD, ADHD, and he think it, thinks it's much more aptly defined as ADT, where we're training ourselves because of the multitasking and because of the number of inputs and outputs we have in our lives at all times, where we cannot focus. We spend more time getting less done. So if your idol is busyness, and if you're from my part of the country, man, I've got to be busy because I've got to be important. You're going to struggle. This might come up. ADT. You're almost too connected. I'm flying. For AJ, that's true. That knows it. Okay, number seven, leading to boredom. Why do you think it's leading to boredom? Why do you think it's leading to boredom? Boomer sooner. Because you will eventually, you will have done everything. We get bored much more quickly. Everyone who plays an app game, they gotta have like a new like update like every two weeks. Why? Because there's gotta be something new. Gotta be something new. Gotta be something new. Gotta be something new. Gotta have to get done. Yellow.
Now we lose creativity. That's one of the points is that we don't know how to be creative anymore because our thinking level is so shot. Um, that time that people spent for hundreds of years in self-reflection in times of quietness is gone. Now we immediately click a button if we get bored. So we haven't thought about our reputation, our character, how to maintain that. Really maintaining our first self because we're so busy maintaining all our second selves on the map. That should be terrifying to you. Okay, uh, number nine. Uh, can't say amen, you have to say ouch. Well, number eight for you. Uh, the culture's getting dumber. Ouch. Um, you don't need to recall information anymore because you always have information at your fingertips. So why learn how to learn it? Your brain's not learning how to recall information because you're not being forced to recall information because information is literally always at your fingertips. But what it's doing is it is replacing knowledge of the stars um, at the expense of knowing the constellations. You might know a lot of facts because you have it at your fingertips, but because you've not developed the neural pathways, you do not know how to put it all together. And what's funny is even though statistically the culture is getting dumber, on the other end of that, your generation believes you know more than anyone else. I don't know how many times, especially the parents in back, how many times you've heard from teenagers, oh, I don't need your help, I already know this, I got this. It's this idea that I can do it, I know how, but you don't have the functions to do it. So how do you handle that? How do you deal with that? Last one, what time are we at?